Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. We believe that stories are magic. So when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth. So Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? <coughs> Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it's Mr. Snooze, the manager of the Fluesville Factory, bringing you Fluesmania, the fun-filled Flues Challenge for kiddos of all ages. Today is Joke Fest Day, where I'll be telling five jokes and sharing a tongue twister that you can attempt to say. As I am an expert comedian and exceptional entertainer, don't be too upset if these jokes go above your little head. They will all, of course, go above Bob the station manager's head, and he doesn't say anything. Uh, Bob, sorry, we haven't got the time for pithy comments. We've only got time for pithy comedy. Now, everyone come along down to the joke vault. This is where I keep my very best jokes. Uh, well, all jokes are my best jokes, but you get the drift. Come along. What type of joke should I tell today? Jokes about glue. Uh, no, that can get a bit sticky. Uh, jokes about matches. Uh, no, they get a bit hot-headed. Uh, jokes about bread. I certainly could cut you off a slice, but... Uh, oh, I know. Ah, today I'm telling five more jokes about animals. Fizzies love animals. Mind you, the closest thing we have to some sort of zoo is the four times a year Waffle and Martha join forces to make an elephant costume. Problem is, they've never seen an elephant. And the second problem is there's never any communication. They're both always dressed as an elephant's butt. I'll tell you this, no elephant should have to look like that. All right, kiddos, here we go. Five funny jokes about animals. Animal joke number one. What is a cat's favourite song? Three blind mice. <laughs> <laughs> the 
get it. Three blind mice to common nursery rhyme title three blind mice. And if there were three literal blind mice, a cat would be quite pleased because stereotypically cats eat mice and blind ones would certainly be easier to catch. Although, having said that, I am not entirely certain if the mice's theoretical placidity is it might disrupt a cat's innate hunting instinct if their prey doesn't run for its life. However, I bet you can appreciate the joke all the same, especially now that it's been fully theoretically explored. Isn't that right, Bob? Okay, no response is a good response. All right, let's move on. Here is animal joke number two. What is more amazing than a talking dog? A spelling bee. <laughs> Talk about a play on words, a spelling bee and a talking dog. Look out, kids' animation. Schnooze has taken the format by storm. Take that, Dan Povenmire. Schnooze, he's on his way up. Yeah, but here's why the joke is funny. No, Bob, people certainly asked. It's funny because there is a certain common competition called the Spelling Bee, where children of all ages are brought together to test their ability to learn words by varying levels of difficulty from the dictionary and then spell them accordingly. But also in context of the aforementioned question, it would appear that the bee would have the ability to spell words themselves. Perhaps a bee that can spell can enter a spelling bee. Oh, right there, that's the pilot. We've done it. Give me a call, Nick Elodian. Is that his last name? Is that Nick's last name, Elodian? I wonder what that is, Swedish? Who knows? Anyway, on to animal joke number three. The other morning, I was walking to work here at the Fizz Bar factory and I passed by my dear friend, Mr. Frog. I says to Mr. Frog, I says, Mr. Frog, you seem to be in a state of dismay. What's happened? He looks back at me and says, Well, Mr. Schnooze, cries Mr. Frog, it's my car. I said, What's happened to your car, Mr. Frog? You see, explains Mr. Frog, I parked my car illegally. I stopped him and exclaimed, No, don't tell me. Mr. Frog's car has been towed. <laughs> Brings a tear to all my eyes. Do you get it? He's a frog and his car has been towed, which is, hello, a hilarious homonym. Toad, as in the car being hitched to a truck and dragged away for its illegal parking, and Toad, the warty cousin of the frog. Actually, I've got a warty cousin. She saw a dermatologist who fainted on the spot. Or should I say, the dermatologist fainted at the spots. <laughs> Snoozy, save it for the next episode. Oh, Bob, the station manager is urging me to get back on track. And uh, uh, What's this, Bob? For those listening at home, Bob just slid me a piece of paper across the desk. Uh, let me have a look here. Uh, uh, I see. Bob has, for some reason, unbeknownst to us all, written his own joke that he wants me to read. Well, I'll tell you this for nothing, Bob. You've come to the right fizzy for the job. Comedy is about delivery. So let's see what it's like to deal with a consummate professional. <coughs> What's a duck's favourite snack? Cheese and quackers. Uh, 
I do see what you've done here, Bob. I certainly do. It's semi-hoministic in nature. Quackers sounds like crackers to common cheese accompaniment. Quack being the sound a duck makes, hence their favourite snack being cheese and crackers with the slight linguistic twist of starting with quack instead. Yes, yes, I do understand what you were going for. And and look, Bob, as every fizzy knows, I am an inspiration on the youth who wish to try their hand at comedy. But sometimes it's better to try their hand at a trade, like roofing or carpentry or a gardener's assistance, assistance, a PA. Solid uh, effort, Bob, really, a truly a solid effort. But let's get back to the real comedy and hear the fifth and final joke in our fleeting fantasy of funny. Keep in mind, before I tell you the next joke, this is a hypothetical situation as fizzies don't have dogs. And I am severely allergic. Someone in Pflugerville had an old schnauzer, an old schnoozy, had buggers flying from here to kingdom come. Now here's the funny. <coughs> I lost my dog today, so I put an ad into newspaper. Then I realised, wait a minute, Mr. Schnooze, that's not going to do any good. My dog can't read. <laughs> do you get it? Because the ad's in the newspaper, but dogs don't read the newspaper, although the action might be considered common, the expected result was flipped on its head with a different implication. You like that one, don't you, Bob? Every time you make that gesture at me, Bob, it makes me happier that this is exclusively an audio-only medium. Now, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming... That's right, we have arrived at the tongue twister of the day on Flues Mania. <laughs> it's exciting, I'll tell you that. I'm going to say the tongue twister and then you can try and say it too. Then we'll really get going and see if we can say it three times fast. Are you ready, Flues Mania kiddos? Here we go. Terence, the ticklish and tentative turtle, tiled... Tremendously over treason. That is a tricky tongue twister to say the least. My tongue is terrifically twisted. Now I'm going to say it three times really, really fast. And you can try and say it with me. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. Terence, the ticklish and tentative turtle toiled tremendously over treason. Terence, the toaster thought about jamming jelly beans and silly sausages. Oh, Terence, the toilet hurried to Hayworth to buy a beautiful baguette. <laughs> all right, let's say for argument's sake that that was entirely correct. Ah, oh, dear, all right, I know it wasn't entirely correct, and I hope you did better than I did. These tongue twisters are rather tricky, wouldn't you say? Let's say it together, and this time we're going to say it real slowly, all right? Here we go. Terence, the ticklish and tentative turtle, toiled tremendously over... Treason! Adair! Treason! We did it! Treason! Hooray! What a great time we've had telling jokes about animals and doing that animal-based tongue twister today on the Flues Mania Show. 
It's Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Fluesville factory, bringing you Fluesmania. You know what it is, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Today is Joke Fest Day, where I'm going to tell you lucky lot five fantastically funny jokes and, just because I'm so generous, share a tongue twister that you can try and say... Let's see if you're as delightfully dexterous as I am. You can learn my hilarious jokes too and share them with your friends after giving me proper credit only. Now come with me down to my joke vault. This is where I keep my best jokes so nobody nicks them. You hear that, Tignataro? I'm on to you and your charming pace. I know you listen to my show. What type of joke should I tell today? Jokes about uh, tents? Uh, No, they're a little camp. Uh, Jokes about uh, trains? Uh, No, I should stay on track. Oh, I know! Today, I'm telling five more fantastic jokes about dinosaurs. You see, after how popular my last set of dinosaur jokes were, I knew instinctively to run that well dry. Like all good comedians. You hear that, Dane Cook? We know what you're on about. Uh, What's that, Bob the Station Manager? You think my jokes should go extinct? Well... Let's just press on before I kick you back into the Jurassic period. A dinosaur joke number one. Why can't you invite a Tyrannosaur to your house? Because they always T-Rex the place. All right, we know the drill. Was the joke funny? Bob, do not interrupt. The answer is yes, of course it was. But here's what makes a funny joke hilarious. The explanation. That joke was funny because Rex, or destroys, sounds rather similar to T-Rex, so the comedy is almost entirely hoministic in nature, although certainly it isn't by utter definition. You like that now, Bob, right? Okay, Bob is busy drawing a picture of... Him asleep? Okay, you don't want to do that, Bob. You'll miss out on dino joke number two. Which is the scariest dinosaur? A pterodactyl. <laughs> to get a Bob? Terror, as in frightening, sounds exactly like the first two syllables of the winged dinosaur, pterodactyl. Terror, dactyl, pterodactyl. That's why the joke is funny to sound alike. See that, Bob? Or rather, hear that, Bob? Uh, Bob, uh, Bob, open your eyes. That's marvellous fake snoring you're doing, but I've got comedy to deliver. Oh, I'll just leave him there. At least he's quiet and not complaining. Dinosaur joke number three. And it's another pterodactyl one. Lucky us! I travelled back in time to the Jurassic period and first thing I had to do was go to the bathroom. But there was already a pterodactyl inside the loo. 
What was strange was I couldn't actually hear anything in there. I asked a nearby Triceratops why I couldn't hear anything going on inside. The Triceratops cocked an eyebrow and looked at me and said, Of course, Mr. Schnooze, you can't hear the pterodactyl using the bathroom. The pee is silent. Do you get that one, Bob, the station manager? P is in the letter P, but P is in the colloquial term for urinate. It might not be the classiest, but by Jove, I'm really trying to find something that makes you happy, Bob. And so I tried to make you happy by using something blue. <laughs> ah, Mr. Schnooze, don't give away all the good stuff. What's this note here, Bob? Oh, it's a joke you've written. For me to read out. I'm frankly amazed you're awake long enough to figure out a funny. But here we are. Dino joke number four, written by, and I cannot believe I'm about to say this, Bob, the station manager. <coughs> what do you call a smelly dinosaur fart? An extinction. That's the reaction of a generous audience to a brand new comedian. Some say patronising, I say supportive. That's right, Bob, your joke is supported. And isn't that nice? Uh, but what's nice, as we all know, is an explanation as to why it's funny, which you have not included on this note on either side, and I cannot believe you haven't picked up from me yet. The reason why this could potentially be funny is the use of, and emphasis of, the word stink in extinction. Stink is in stench, to be specific, in regards to the fart. Now, we've dealt with a commendable attempt at comedy. Let's tell the fifth and final funny for our dino day. Joke number five. What is the best way to talk to a velociraptor? Long distance. Now that's funny, and I know funny, and here's why that's funny. Velociraptors were carnivorous dinosaurs that were incredibly intelligent and devilishly dangerous. In fact, in Steven Spielberg's movie Jurassic Park, these prehistoric predators were the size of a cow. In real life, of course, they were the size of a chicken. So in retrospect, I should have said... What is the best way to talk to a velociraptor as depicted with artistic license and then villainized and popularized by the 1993 Steven Spielberg blockbuster Jurassic Park? Then the answer, long distance, would actually make more sense because those created creatures would then be horrifying and thus corresponding with them in any specific and implied language would be ridiculous. Now doesn't that make the whole thing a lot more amusing? But we've finally arrived at our tongue twister for the day on Fluesmania. And, lucky for us, it's dino-themed. That's pretty, uh, dino-mite. <laughs> ah, schnoozy, how do you do it? I'm going to say the tongue twister, and then you can try and say it too. Then we'll really get things going and see if we can say the tongue twister three times fast. Are you ready, Fluesmania kiddos? Cause here we go. Tiny, titillating, Tyrannosaurus, tap dance, 
in the twilight. Oh, no, Dad's got my tongue twisted. I'm going to try and say it three times fast. Really, really fast. And you can say it with me. Ready? Go. Tiny, titillating, tyrannosaurus tap dance in the twilight. Tiny, insulating, tile scores rap prance to see twilight. Tinny, talking teacups dance during that nutcracker on Thursdays. <laughs> <sighs> And that, to the best of my knowledge, was entirely correct. Right? Uh, right. Uh, the tongue twister twisted my tongue, I'll tell you that. I hope you did better than I did. This was tricky, wouldn't you say? But let's say it together, and slowly this time, ready? Tiny, titillating, tyrannosaurus, tap dance, in the twilight. There, we got it. Oh, what a time we've had telling dinosaur jokes and doing tongue twisters on this episode of Fluesmania. And remember, if you've got a joke you'd like to share, I would love to hear it and judge it accordingly from a professional's point of view. Send your jokes to jokes at gokidgo.com. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. you fantastic Fluesville fans. It's your favourite manager of the Fluesville Fizz Bar Factory, expert comedian and shrewd judge of jokes, Mr. Schnooze. Welcome to Flues Mania, the fun-filled Flues challenge for kiddos of all ages. Today is Joke Fest Day, where I'll be telling five jokes and sharing a tongue twister that you can try and say. What type of jokes am I telling today, I hear you ask? Eh, Bob, it's rhetorical. This is a one-way audio delivery system, this podcast. Of course I can't hear people say anything. Unfortunately, you're in the same station as me, what with being the Bob the Station Manager type person and all that. I can hear you loud and clear. But maybe I can hear people ask, if they all ask together. Okay, everyone listening on the counter three, shout out real loud, what jokes are you telling today, Mr. Schnooze? Ready? One, two, three, go! Okay, it turns out I didn't hear that, but thanks for the effort. Now, everyone come along down to my joke vault. This is where I keep all my very best jokes. Well, 
all of my jokes are my very best jokes because they're my jokes and they're the very best. But you get the drift. Come on! Ah, what type of joke am I telling today? Jokes about horses? Nay, they're unstable. Jokes about cows? Uh, no, I'll just move along. Uh, jokes about uh, genies? <laughs> I wish. No, no, no. I've already got something very exciting planned. The jokes are sorted in this very drawer right here. Yeah. Today, I'm telling five dad jokes. That's right, jokes that'll make you laugh and will also make you say, please, for the love of everything, leave me alone. No, Bob, not like every joke I usually tell, don't be ridiculous. You love being here. Uh, well, you get paid to be here. Now, I may not be a dad, but I've certainly got puns like the best of them. And come to think of it, in a way, a manager is like a father. I make sure my workers are dressed appropriately, and all my workers have toilet breaks and lunch breaks, and they're grossly underpaid, just like real children. All right, kiddos, here we go. Five funny dad jokes. Dad joke number one. This is sport-related because, uh, you know, some dads like sports. Why did the football coach go to the bank? To get his quarterback. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> See, there is a specific position in a football team that's called a quarterback. And at a bank, that's where money's stored. So you could feasibly go in and request taking a quarter out of your account, of which you were responsible to put money in. So technically, you would be getting your own money back. And if you request a quarter, which is 25 cents in American money, you would have your own quarter back. See? Quarterback football position. Quarterback getting the financial stimulus returned to you. <laughs> Sounds the same. You know what I mean? Which actually means it's a homonym. Hooray for homonyms. See, now you fully understand the joke. You can truly find it funny. Say it with me, Bob. Jokes are funny, but they're funnier when they're explained in great detail exactly why they're funny. Bob, you didn't say it with me. All right, moving on. Here's dad joke number two. This one is about cars because, uh... Well, uh, you know, cars are stereotypically liked by dads. They are stereotypically a masculine hobby. However, gatekeeping and gender assigning specific fandoms is entirely dated and immature. Anyone who likes cars can like cars, all right? Anyway, I was just sitting in a very comfortable chair, and now I'm standing on a soapbox. Incredible transition. Here's the dad joke that is car-specific. What kind of car does a sheep like to drive? A Lamborghini. Talk about a bad joke. See, that was funny in itself because the joke was actually terrific. See, a Lamborghini is a type of car, but the first syllable can be stressed to emphasise the word lamb, which is a sheep under the age of 12 months. So lamb in Lamborghini is a perfect example of a pun in audio amusement. Oh, Mr. Snooze, how do you do it? Now, on to dad joke number three. This joke is about a bank because uh, dads 
Um, I don't know. Dads go to banks. Anyone goes to banks. You know, explaining why it's relevant to dads specifically is no longer really holding water, is it? Just like the aquarium I had, which explains why I can no longer own fish. Here's the joke. Before I, Mr. Schnooze, the manager of the Flusville Fizz Bar Factory, was indeed the manager of the Flusville Fizz Bar Factory, I worked as a teller at the bank. But my employment at the bank did not last very long. You see, I was fired after my very first day. That's right. A woman came into the bank and said to me, Excuse me, Mr. Schnooze, I would like to check my balance. So I pushed her over. I was checking her balance. <laughs> Do you get that one? Checking her balance in first that she wanted to see how much money was in her bank account, but taking it literally and checking her internal ability to stay upright is where the comedy really gets kicking. <laughs> For legal reasons, I do have to state that that was a joke and I never really pushed a woman over. In fact, I never really worked at a bank. But thank you for uh, checking on that. <laughs> checking. Like the type of bank account is a checking account and a savings account and what have you. Ah, snooze. Don't give all the good stuff away for free, you cheeky devil. Anyway, here's dad joke number four. This one is about famous people. <clears throat> How do celebrities stay so cool? They have so many fans. This is gold! You see, we all use fans in attempt to maintain a comfortable temperature in hot weather vis-a-vis -vis staying cool, and celebrities are often seen as impressive, dynamic, very neat people, which colloquially can be called cool. So using fans, as in admirers for aforementioned celebrities, and fans, as in the item used to maintain temperature, makes the joke funny. And explaining it in detail, in its hoministic nature, makes it even funnier. Alright, are you ready for the final funny dad joke? This one is a real head scratcher, but don't you worry, I'll explain it afterwards. Here we go, dad joke number five. What do you call a chubby psychic? A four chin teller. Get it? <laughs> Because psychics are also called fortune tellers, but fortune sounds very similar to the words four and chins put together. And the psychic in question in said joke is physically large. Occasionally people who are larger in size appear to have, although anatomically they don't, multiple chins. So fortune and four chin are similar enough for this pun to be mildly amusing. If you were to rate how funny this joke is from a little laughter to a large amount of laughter, I'd give it a medium. Because it's a joke about a psychic and a psychic and a medium are similar in vain. <laughs> Snoozy, you're too good. Uh, actually, would you look at that? We've had so much fun, we've already arrived at the tongue twister of the day on Fluesmania. <laughs> I will say the tongue twister and then you can try and say it too. Then we'll really get going and see if we can say it three times fast. Are you ready, Fluesmania kiddos? Here we go. Don't dare dad to delight in a daring, drastic diving dream. 
Oh, that is a tricky dad-centric tongue twister. It's got my tongue terrifically twisted. I'm gonna say it three times fast. Really, really fast. And you can say it with me. Are you ready? All right, we're gonna do it. Here we go. Don't try and stop me. Brrr. Here we go. Three, two, one. Don't dare, Dad. Too delicious in a giant, drastic, driving dream. Don eats frat scrabs and hands craving driving cream. Won't you be in bad fight smearing fantastic dimmer switches? Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't think that was too bad, actually. But it was awful. <laughs> I hope you did better than I did. These tongue twisters are rather tricky, wouldn't you say? Uh, let's say this one together, and we'll actually do it quite slow. Really slowly, in fact. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Don't dare, Dad, to delight in a daring, drastic... Diving dream. Oh, we did it. We certainly got it. And my, my, what a great time we've had telling dad jokes and doing the dad related tongue twister today on the Flues Mania show. No, oh, and remember, if you've got a joke you'd like to share, I would love to hear it and pass cruel but fair judgment. So, Fluesville fans, send all your funnies to jokes at gokidgo.com. That's jokes at gokidgo.com. Until next time, keep laughing and have a great day. This is Mr. Schnooze signing off. Ta-ta for now. Go Kid Go! We put on our detective caps and looked high and low, searching for clues to lead us to the best new mystery podcast for kids. Little did we know that we would have to search upside down. That's right. We discovered the upside down story with a brand new mystery story for kid detectives each and every week. With most stories, the storyteller introduces themselves at the beginning of the tale. But at the upside down story, you don't know who is telling you the story until the very end. Unless you guess their identity sooner, that is. Do you think you have the detective skills to crack these cases wide open? Yes? Then tag along with us for the fun and put your sleuthing skills to the test by listening to The Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.